It was rough. I didn't think it would get Ellie that bad. It's a testament of how much I still don't know about her. She was close with the Australian keeper. Now that he's uh, probably gone, she's in a mix of fear and anger. Anger of what was and fear of what's to come. She tries to hide that turmoil inside of her, but I can feel it. I know it's there. For now, all I can do and must do is get stronger and fast so I could be a worthy keeper of Alteria. Got to get up, got to keep on moving Silver sun is on the rise Hi everybody, this week was hectic as well, I'm sorry I couldn't get to it, I'm just gonna tell whatever happened and, uh, well, quite eventful. Uh, before we start, thanks again to the band Cabinet and Patrick Biondo for letting me use their song Silver Sun in this podcast. Please check them out on cabinetmusic.com. The previous week when uh, we got info about, uh, that, that alludes to the Australian keeper being dead, Ellie took it really, really hard and she, she was close with him and she, she would snap at people and she wasn't herself really. And with that, we had to go to the desert to do what's called Alterian stargazing. And the reason is that we, we wanted to know if the agency will target us next because Ellie assumed that the agency will want, they know that they can't get all the keepers. So it's in their interest for the keepers that do remain alive and operate their forts to be those keepers that have it the hardest time of keeping the gate closed. If they get like uh, three out of five keepers, at least the other two would have it harder guarding the gate. And that's because guarding the gate is not the same difficulty in every fort. The same way that sea levels rise or fall because of the moon, the difficulty of guarding the Alterian gate or the gate to Alteria changes uh, depending on the position of Alterian uh, stars. Stargazing is looking at those stars and mapping them on, or, or, or matching them on a map and realizing how far they are, or what, what the, what's the relation to Earth or to Alteria. I don't really know how it works exactly. But you, you, they have this map and that map allows them to, to estimate the influence of the celestial structure, the same way the tide operates or happens. I had to train across the entire journey on change. And if you recall, there are three skills to a keeper that I must master. The first one is conductivity, which I have done to a sufficient extent, so to, to a level that I can do it myself, improve it at it by myself. And then there are two more, and those are control and change. Conductivity is the one where we are, we transfer huge amounts of force throughout the body. And control is the one where we direct that force. And change is the one when we react to, to, uh, to the environment and to uh, changes in ourselves. So I was supposed to learn control, but since control is better learned inside the fort and we were living because of the news about the Australian keeper, I had to uh, 
skip and do or switch and do change before because change can be initially trained by a very simple device and that is imagine you have like a base plate and out out of it comes a pole like 90 degrees perpendicular to that plate just there's a pole and at the end of that pole there's a rope or a string tied and at the end of the string there's a stone and so what happens is uh, that pole is motorized it can it can spin and it spins around the rock and the, the the training basically is to is to sense the environment around that device and catch the rock while it's moving and it's it moves really 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 fast and it can actually hurt and it did hurt me really bad so i was training that and i i couldn't do it at all and ellie was really pissed because again she was ticked off because of what happened she would go out on me like you know she shout and stuff and it's it's very difficult to confront her because usually i don't take things like that lying down but she is mighty strong that woman physically and mentally so it would just be more trouble for me to to confront her at the time especially at my level she's not the strongest yet even though I, I I I I am known to take on uh, stronger opponents unwisely, this it just it wasn't smart trying anything. So I did I didn't try anything. While this was all happening, Ellie, we were in the desert. Uh, arrived and Ellie set up a kiddie pool because to see the stars the same way you have to see the Altarian sun, to see the Altarian stars, you have to be in a very substance concentrated place so the sun is visible in the fort or in any fort because you can take a look at the sky above what is basically a giant pool of substanced water however in the desert where we went to because there was no light pollution there is no substanced water so we carry those in the back of the car and we put them in a kiddie pool and when you stay when you stood in the kiddie pool you could take a look at the sky above and see the stars. Oh, there was actually another moment here where Ellie kind of went back to be herself. And that was when I, it was very hard for me. I hate camping and I I don't like being outdoors, like, like staying outdoors. I like being outdoors, training, be hanging out with friends, barbecuing, whatever. But I don't like camping, you know, immersing myself with nature. But Ellie was very understanding and she said, she, she called me a wuss <laughs> and then she said something really inspiring. She said, look, every keeper is a wuss about something. It's fine to be a wuss. Being a keeper is about overcoming the difficulties in that situation. You do that today, you'll be fine. And that was nice and it inspired me and I did overcome it. Well, I didn't overcome it, but I, I lived with it and I, I, I managed with it and it was fine. And so we set up the kiddie pool, middle of the desert, nothing around us, no light pollution, obviously. And when you stood in the pool, you look up, you see the, the it's like the number of the stars doubles. Ellie had her map and she would match what she see, what she saw up there to the map and she had those goggles on those goggles are fi were filled with substance water too because unlike the sun which shines silver stars shine the same as the earth stars 
So to differentiate Altyrian stars, you have these goggles filled with substance water, and when you wear them, stand inside of the kiddie pool, look up, what you see is double the stars as usually, but the Altyrian stars, they shine brighter. While Ellie was doing her thing, stargazing, I was training this, the third skill, change. And I was supposed originally, and I was very pissed at that, because I was supposed to, to, to have a lot of, to drink plenty of substance water to accelerate my, my training. But Ellie's secondhand, Josh, told me that I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't take it because there's a danger of drinking too much water. And that's why no one drinks it usually is that you can get drunk on water and it's not, it's not being intoxicated as in alcohol, but it's like being dependent on it to keep this heightened level of uh, awareness and strength and capabilities that substance water give you, that altered state. And the same way that you get seasick when you leave land or when you get to land, you get land sick after being ages at sea, you it's, it's going to be very hard for people to get off of the water. And since there isn't enough water for everybody to drink all the time, no one even knows how they brought it here from Alteria. With Ellie in that situation, there was no one to trust to keep me from getting hooked on it. So I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't drink any water at that time. I knew this was something I had to learn by myself. That's, that's, that's the point of change. But I also thought that I may get a hint. And that's when I asked Ellie to show me how she does it. And Ellie went up and she um, stood there and she held the device in one hand and it's, she put it on the highest setting and it spun, the, it spun the stone really, really, really fast. And she just caught it, no issues, no problem. And while looking at her, I could see something very, very interesting. The desert is all sandy. And when, when she stepped out and went back to the stargazing, I looked at where she stood and I could see a very obvious footprint. Well, two footprints. And when I looked at where I did it, there were some vague normal footprints. So my conclusion was that Ellie was in formation, even though she wasn't doing the stance. To test that, I went into the Adrian's formation stance and I cut the stone, no problem at all. I could feel it coming. It's like a magnet, you know, you put two magnets together and you feel like just before they snap together, you just feel it, you feel it coming. That's the way it feels. And so the real lesson here that I learned is that you can do, you can be in formation even without doing the stance and that level of nuance to be able to be in formation without doing the elaborate training stance is the takeaway here. Ellie was very proud of this, still cranky. She let me to do, do stargazing without her. She gave me this easy star, shines brightest than all the others, she says. 
and I could not find it. I, I saw it on the map and I tried matching it and I couldn't find a star. And she went to look and she said, and it's engraved in my memory. She said, oh my God, it's from the inside. That star that I didn't find, I was later explained, and that sh- she couldn't see herself is, is called the Lone Star. It's a star that is the only star that's common for Earth and Alteria. And they use it as a secret way to communicate because they have a usual communication channel, but this one is used for emergencies. The way they, it's blocked, when, when they block it in one side, it means open the gate. It's a complete emergency. And at that moment, it's like Ellie went 180 and she was all back to normal. It's like the purpose of her life was back. It was amazing. And she, she was just cured of the grief. And she told me to pack everything and we have to go. But I, I thought we were staying until the morning because you can't tell which fort will be targeted next by the, by the agency if you don't stay all night and, and, and track the position of the stars. But she said to me, it doesn't matter. When they are in trouble, all of our trouble take a back seat. This is the job that we took upon ourselves. And she continued to say, she said, it's not about the gate. It's about making sure Alterians can live happy lives. We are not the guardians of the gate. We are the keepers of happiness. And we drove back to the fort. Ellie went ahead and convened a meeting with all of the keepers because they are planning to open the gate. Sun is in your eyes 